nobody like our God. Nobody like our God. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning once again, Hopewell and friends. We are so glad, so glad that you have tuned into the Hopewell experience. Hopewell anywhere, Hopewell everywhere, Hope at home. We're so glad that you have tuned in on this wonderful Sunday morning, which happens to be Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to you amazing women that help bring us into the world. We thank God for you. We thank God for you. And though we are celebrating this day, I know for many this is a day that's a burden because you lost your mom maybe some time ago and you feel some type of way and it's okay. It is okay to feel some type of way today. I want to encourage you to let you know that his grace is still yet sufficient for you even on this day. And there there may be some that you wish someone could tell you happy Mother's Day. Maybe you were not able to carry a child or have a child of your own. But let me encourage you to let you know something. That you have been a mother figure in somebody's life. Not even somebody, but in countless people's lives. So I still say happy Mother's Day to you as well. And I encourage you with the same words. His grace is sufficient for you. If you're tuning in today, why don't you go ahead and share this if you had out, have not already and let somebody know that the Hopewell experience is live today. It's live today. I know, I know, I know we're online on this day. I've gotten used over the past month of having people here and talking back to me, but we'll be right back. Amen. Next Sunday. We'll be back next Sunday. So make sure you call in tomorrow all the way to Wednesday until 9 p.m. for the sign up and to register for in-person worship for next Sunday. All right. So go ahead and share this once again if you have not already and then after you've done sharing it and, and tagging others in it grab your bibles as we get ready to go to the word of god um, to share a word that will bring us closer to jesus and also to strengthen mothers on this day and to encourage them go with me to matthew chapter 15 matthew chapter 15 just give me a little bit more on the monitors matthew chapter 15 matthew chapter 15 verses 21 through 28 verses 21 through 28 matthew chapter 15 verses 21 through 28 as always i'm so grateful the grateful and, and thankful to god to have an amazing team of people behind me that supports and to do what we do amen whether we're online only or hybrid with people in the building we still get the job done so i thank god for our media team and our music ministry for always holding it down amen in the spirit of excellence matthew chapter 15 starting at verse 21 through 28 and i'll be reading from new living translation of the bible and it reads as this, then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply. Look at this. Not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. <laughs> She's bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, which are the Jews, the people of Israel. But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, that's true, Lord, but even the dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath the master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great, your request is granted, and her daughter was healed 
instantly. Her daughter was healed instantly. Her daughter was instantly healed. God, we thank you now. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of your word. We already made up in our minds, God, that we're going to do whatever it is your word is calling for us to do. We just don't want to be hearers of your word, but we want to be doers of your word also. We don't just want to be doers of your word just to be doing it, but we want to rightly apply your word to our lives that we may see results, oh God, that we may see transformation, that we may see change, oh God, that will take place in our lives because of us rightly applying your word to our lives. God, strengthen every mother today as they receive this word. Strengthen all of us as your disciples, oh God, that we may be all that you want us to be. And it's in Jesus' precious name we pray in all of God's people said, amen and amen. It almost said you may be seated, but ain't nobody here in the crowd but us, amen. But even if you stood up at home, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk this morning from the topic, the resilient mother. The resilient mother. I think all of us can be able to attest about uh, and testify about our mothers personally and, and personally testify and talk about what amazing mothers that God has blessed us yes. with in our lives. Women who have made great sacrifices for us. Women that have gone without and we didn't even know they were going without so that we could be able to have little things, small things, medium-sized things, just anything that we desire for women that sacrifice for us to be able to have better than they did. We can all testify personally about mothers in our lives and maybe you didn't have the best of a mother but you had mother figures around you that were resilient. Mothers around you, mother figures around you that showed you what a woman was that, that demonstrated to you not just by words but by actions what a mother was and what a mother looked like and the role of what a mother was. One word if we could think about mothers this morning one word that comes to mind as we look at this text this morning is, and then also as we look at our own mothers personally one word is resilient mm -hmm. that word resilient it means it means it means returning to the original form or position after being bent after being compressed or after being stretched Mothers can be able to attest to this fact that in, in, in most cases, whether you whether you have a husband or the father is active in their lives, mothers know, mothers know that they have to be resilient, that there are so many different shapes and forms that they will have to turn into and become in order to make sure that their children have exactly what they need. Mothers will stretch themselves by overworking, maybe working a double shift, making a work, maybe working a double, uh, 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 maybe working two jobs or whatever the case may be to make sure that their household is taken care of. They know what it's like to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. I mean multitasking, doing multiple things just to ensure that their home life is taken care of. If you've had a resilient mother in your life, if your mother is still here in the land of the living, you ought to thank God that your mother is resilient. You ought to praise God that even though she's been compressed, even though she's been bent, even though that she's been stretched, she's always returns back to her original form to be everything that she needs to be for you. Mm -hmm. 
We look at this text this morning, my goodness, it jumps out at you. This mother who is resilient, this mother who has obstacles that she has to hurdle over and jump over in order to make sure that her daughter gets the help that she needs. When I talk about resilient mother, when I talk about resilient mother, there are some certain characteristics that we can see in our story today, but that we also should be able to see in mothers today as well. The first thing I want you to be able to see that, 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 that the resilient mother is one that intercedes for her child or intercedes for her children. I'm going to say it again. A resilient mother is one that knows how to intercede for her children or her child. They know how to stand in the gap. I like the way Tom Eliff, I like the way he, he, he defines intercession. He says that intercession is where an individual position themselves between two parties. The one with the need and the one with the solution. An intercessor knows how to position themselves almost in some sense to pick, get a picture in your mind to be a bridge, to be a bridge, to be able to connect the individual that has the need with the one that has the answer and to be able to bring both parties together. The Bible says, the Bible says that Jesus had just left Galilee. He went on, went on about his way. And a Gentile woman, a woman that is mixed, the mother, a, a, a woman who is mixed, a Gentile woman approaches him. She approaches him pleading and with the words saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. Not only does she plead to Jesus to get his attention, but she also lets him know what her issue is, what her problem is. And here it is, thanks to God. She is not going to Jesus for herself. She's good. She's cool. But she's going to Jesus on behalf of her daughter, which now makes her an intercessor because now she is interceding, standing in the gap on behalf of her daughter that has a need and trying to connect her daughter with the answer, which is Jesus. She plays, she calls him, she says, oh, 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 have mercy on me, oh Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that, 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 that torments her severely. Some of the gospel writers say that she has severe seizures that she's experiencing in her life and they're constantly happening to her with no relief at all but this mother gets wind about a name a man named Jesus and she makes up in her mind if my daughter is going to get well I can't wait on no physician I can't wait on no revival I can't wait on no preacher I'm going to have to stand in the gap for my daughter and bring the problem to the answer and bring the bridge that can be able to connect the two a resilient mother is one that knows how to intercede on behalf of her children. Mm -hmm. Man, it's a known, it's a known model, it's a known fact that there is nothing like a praying mother. And truth be told, many of us are surviving right now because of the prayers of mama, because of prayers of grandma, because of yeah. prayers of big mama, because of prayers of sugar mama. We, we are living and thriving on the prayers of major women in our life that had a faith in God that was, um, had a faith in God that was absolutely amazing, that did not stop, that did not back down, that continue to pray 
and intercede on our behalf even when we were doing things that we knew that we shouldn't be doing even though we were entertaining things that we knew that we should not have been entertaining even when we were in places that things jumped off and it could have ended a different way but it was the power of an interceding mother a grandmother a mother figure in our life that stood in the gap and brought us the need and was a bridge over to the answer which was Jesus. This is what this woman is doing. But let's just go back and look at this for a second. This is a single mother mm-hmm. who is raising her child by herself. And not only, let's paint the picture, not only is she raising a child by herself, but now she's raising a child that has special needs by herself. Not only is she a single mother, not only is she a mother raising a child uh, uh, by herself uh, that has special needs, but she's also a woman that is of mixed, that, 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 that she's biracial and she's mixed. And so she's ostracized from certain, uh, from, from certain parts and from certain groups. This woman has everything going, going against her, but she doesn't let that, let that stop her from getting to Jesus. She realizes there's a problem that's going on in my life that I cannot fix on my own. I have other issues that's going on in my life. Uh I have to get Jesus' attention so that he can be able to do for my daughter what nobody else can do. What does she do? Jesus is around in the area and she goes and she begins to acknowledge who he is. She asks him to have mercy on me, oh Lord, son of David, and she explains what's going on. She lets Jesus know what the issues are in her life. And what I love so much about this one verse right here is that this woman, this resilient your mother does not waste time when she sees the issues that's going on with her daughter. She's not going around trying to tell everybody else what's going on in her life. She makes up in her mind, I have to get her to Jesus. I got to get Jesus in her way. I have to get my daughter to Jesus. And right then, right there, she becomes an intercessor to be able to bridge the gap from the problem to the solution. And many mothers today, you can be the test pastor. That's why I am right now. I'm interceding for my child. I'm, I'm believing for my child. I'm going to God on their behalf all the time. I'm pleading the blood of Jesus over their life. I mean, I got blessed all, all on their room, on their pillows. When they walk up, people think they've been greased up with lotion. That ain't lotion that's blessed. Oh, I done ride them. I done got them all set and ready to go out in the world. And it seems as if the more that you pray, the more that you talk to God, the more you get God involved, it seems as if the problem gets even worse but this woman this resilient mother just like you helps us to be able to understand that hey it does not matter how things may look I'm going to continue to intercede on behalf of my child because I know what God is able to do I know what God will do and I just have to get him involved I just have to get his attention but look at this y'all Look at verse 23. I'm almost done. It's Mother's Day. You may have plans. You're fully vaccinated. You're about to go out to eat today. Look at verse 23. It says, but Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Wait a minute 
now Jesus sees her. She acknowledges who he is. She wasn't just talking to anybody when she said, oh, Lord, son of David. She recognized, she recognized who he was. She recognized that he was going to be the soon coming king. She recognized who he was. But the Bible says Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. And to add insult to misery, to add insult to injuries, here it is. The disciple says, send her away. <laughs> Tell her to go away. She's really irritating us with all of this begging. She just keeps talking about have mercy on me. She keeps talking about how you are the son of David. She keeps talking. She keeps pleading. She keeps sharing her case about her daughter. Jesus, just get her out the way. Do whatever it is she wants you to do so she can stop begging. Okay, maybe you forget what I said earlier. I said she's a single mother. <laughs> she's biracial. <laughs> she's been ostracized from different groups. And she's raising a special needs child. She gets Jesus' attention. She acknowledges who he is. But he doesn't say nothing to her at all. And his assistant pastors tell him to go ahead, send her away. Yeah, come on. She get on our nerves with all that begging and stuff. One hurdle after another. Not only is her daughter having seizures, but she's having seizures severely. Doctors can't even solve it. There's no medicine to be able to solve it. There is no Mayo Clinic to take her to to be able to solve it. She's come to the one that she knows has the power to be able to deliver her, but he ignores her and does not say nothing at all. What do you do when you've been praying to Jesus and Jesus doesn't say a mumbling word? Oh, let me encourage you right there because real quick, real quick, we will get, our flesh will get discouraged and we will say, I'm not praying no more. I'm not interceding no more because it seems as if the more I pray for my child, the more I plead the blood of Jesus on my child, the worse that they get. Maybe if I bag up and start praying, maybe things will take a turn for the better. <laughs> this woman, she shows us something. She shows us something. She shows us something real quick. She shows us something. It, the story goes on to say in verse 24, uh, but then Jesus said to her, I was only, I was only, uh, I, was, I, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel, but she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Here it is. The resilient mother does not take no for an answer. This woman, I mean, my goodness, woman of God, you've got all these hurdles that you're having to jump over. You have all these things that are up against you, but something on the inside won't let you stop. There is something about the resilience of a mother that it doesn't matter how many obstacles are in their way. It doesn't matter how many hurdles are in their way. When their child is in trouble, there is no rest on the inside until their child is well. It could be a minor fever. It could be a major sickness. A resilient mother is not going to rest until something is done better with her child. This woman does not let up. Hold up, wait a minute, Pastor. Did you tell us earlier that she's a single mother? She's biracial, which means she's ostracized from certain groups. 
And she's raising a special needs child. And not just that, she acknowledges Jesus. She's intercedes on behalf of her daughter. And Jesus ignores her. And the co-pastors tell her, tell Jesus, just do what, sit her away. She's she doing too much. Get out of here. She goes back. Jesus, verse 24, mm -hmm. finally responds to the woman. He says, I was only sent to help God's lost sheep, the Jews and the people of Israel. But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. This resilient mother did not take no for an answer. Where many people would have gotten discouraged and said, forget it. <laughs> I'm, I, 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 I'm done, I'm done. I got all this other stuff up against me. Jesus ignores me. And then he finally responds to me. But when he finally responds to me, he lets me know that he didn't come to see about me, but he came to see about another group of people. I'm done. But something on the inside of this woman mm -hmm. continues to persevere despite not just the pain of her daughter, but her own personal pain of rejection. Right. She continues to persevere no matter what. She was not taking no for an answer until Jesus turned things around in her favor. And let me encourage some resilient mothers right now. I know you're tired right now. I know you've been out of shape. I know you've been compressed. I know you've been bent over. I know you've been stretched from here all the way to the Mississippi River. But I want to encourage you this morning not to give up, but to continue to intercede for your child. Continue but to believe God that he's going to turn some things around. I know it it's been years you've been praying. I know it's been time that you've been laboring, but don't you stop believing God. Don't you stop having faith in God. Don't you let up on their prayer. You keep praying because the more you pray, God's going to begin to turn things around. Even if it's in a small way, he's going to turn things around on your behalf. Your labor will not be in vain. Yes. Thank you, God. Continue on. But I like verse 25 because verse 25 says after Jesus responded to her, she came back, but she just didn't come back. She came back and she worshiped. <laughs> she didn't just come back, y'all. But she came back and she had some extra ammo that she began to use in worship. Why? Because Jesus would not turn away a worshiper. Oh, there is something about genuine worship. There is something about sincere worship that catches the attention of Jesus. There is something about true worship that's an aroma to the nostril of the Savior that catches and arrests his attention. I know you've been praying. You don't know what else to do. You've been interceding and you don't know what else to do. Let me tell you to sprinkle a little worship on them. Just to yeah. begin, just begin to acknowledge yeah. him for who he is. I know you got a lot going on right now, and this part ain't even for mothers. This is for everybody. I know you got a lot going on right now, but I dare you to sprinkle some worship on them. I dare you to walk around and just lift your hands and say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I magnify you. Lord, I glorify you. God, I lift you up. Yes. Thank you, God. Oh, 
because worship has has the power to shift the atmosphere because you can start off in complaining and whining and the next thing you know your situation may not have changed but your perspective changed because you stop magnifying your problem and you begin to lift up the name of Jesus she came she came back she worshiped and I love it she was so humble that she pleaded again, Lord, help me. <laughs> Ooh, she worshiped, she worshiped, but she, listen, she didn't get so caught up in worship that she figured out what she needed. She said, Lord, help me. Amen. Jesus responded. Look at this, y'all. This trips me out. He says, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. If anything stops your worship, it's when you worship in the master and he says to you, it's not right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. You would be like, oh, wait, who Jesus calling the dogs? Who is Jesus? Who, 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 uh, uh, savior, son of David, is that you? The Messiah, the, 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 the Mary's little baby, the soon coming king, the, 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 is that you? Now, when we see this, we can instantly get offended and say, Jesus is mean, Jesus is being petty. No, 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 you have to understand, in the Greek, when it talks about dog, we're making the reference to dog. It's not talking about some dog that you see, you know, up by the garbage can, by the dumpster, looking real raggedy and stuff like that. It's referring to, it's referring to a house dog or a lap dog. We're referring to a nice little dog, a nice little friendly dog. Sister swims in the swim, sisters want a dog, but I'm just praying and interceding that that won't happen because it's like another kid coming to the house. So I really don't want that to happen so I need y'all to join with me in prayer that we that that, 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 that that my spirit does not yield to what they want me to do that I will continue to stand firm and grounded in the word of God and not yield to getting them that dog even though he's a cutie just pray with me that I will not give in to the desires of their heart so he's not talking about some raggedy a uh, 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 raggedy looking dog but he's referring to a house dog or a lap dog a real nice a real nice a real nice loving pet but but but, but 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 i like how she responds back to jesus she replied look at the shot verse 27 okay she said that's true lord mm-hmm. but even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. So in other words, she says, I know you weren't trying to come and feed me first, but there's nothing wrong with having second place and getting some leftovers. She realized the fact, okay, I know who you are. I know where I stand, but even in the midst, even though you may not have come to feed me first, I will gladly take the leftovers. Here is a test. Here's a test right here, saints. This woman could have easily been prideful immediately when Jesus referred to her as a dog. Mm -hmm. And if she had allowed her pride to stand in the way, uh she never would have experienced a miracle. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Thank you, Holy Ghost. How many miracles have you and I missed because pride 
got in the way. I mean, we were just almost at the brink of a breakthrough, but as soon as God tested our hearts to see where we were, to see if there was any pride in us, it came up, and we stepped back, and we missed the miracle. This woman, resilient as she is, having to jump over so many hurdles, having been ignored by Jesus and cast away by the disciples, now being referred to as a dog in second place, she says, even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath the master's table. Why? Because she realized the same ingredients that was in their meal are the same ingredients that's in the leftovers. All right. She realized there is no difference. They just ate first. I'm just glad to be at the table to be able to get something. Here it is. A resilient mother is one that intercedes for her child. A resilient mother is one that does not take no for an answer. But here it is lastly. A resilient mother demonstrates a faith that won't stop. Man, this woman, this mother, oh, God, I wish she had a name because I, I, I want to see her when I get to heaven. This resilient mother has a faith that just won't stop. She's had unanswered prayers, but it still didn't cause her to stop. I realized something. Sometimes unanswered prayers gives birth to persistency in prayer. Sometimes when God does not answer our prayers right away, that ought to be an indicator that I need to continue to be persistent in my prayer and not let up and not let go until God does what I know that he has the power to be able to do. This woman demonstrates a faith that won't stop. She doesn't allow her pride to get in the way. She doesn't allow her pride to get in the way to stop her from experiencing a miracle. How do you know that, Pastor? Because look at verse 28, and then I'm done. He said, dear Jesus, dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Her daughter was instantly healed. Her daughter was instantly healed. Not because she ran out in front of Jesus and said, have mercy on me. Not because she went to Jesus and prayed for her to herself to be healed. Mm-hmm. She was healed instantly. Because of the faith, oh, I'm sorry, Jesus said, the great faith, the great faith. of this woman. Children, your life, our lives, are literally hanging on the great faith yes. of our mothers. Mm-hmm. Some of the open doors, some of the experiences, some of the opportunities that we have, it ain't because we've been so good and been so kind. Right. It ain't because you just, get, get, just got your credit sort of go up some. It's because 
of the intercession and the great faith that would not take no for an answer and would not stop. Would not stop. Of our mothers. This woman did not let go until Jesus did what she knew he had the power to do. That's why she kept going back because she knew what he could do. She knew he had the power to heal her daughter because of her resilience, because of her consistency, because of her persistency, mm-hmm. <clears throat> of her faith, of her intercession. Her daughter wasn't healed in just a few days. Her daughter was healed instantly. Lord, thank you. So I want to encourage mothers this morning. Don't, don't you, don't, 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 don't you stop praying. Don't you stop praying. Don't you stop believing. Don't you stop trusting. Don't you stop worshiping. Don't you stop interceding. Don't you stop talking to the master on behalf of your family. You keep on even when it looks dark, even when it looks like nothing is going to happen. You keep doing what you know to do. When you don't know what else to pray, God will grace you to pray. When you don't know how, you, when you don't know, when you don't have, when you feel as if you have nothing else left to give in worship, God will grace you to worship. I want to challenge. I want to challenge children, if you, even if you're, you, even if you're watching right now with your mothers. I want you. I, I, I want you. I, I want you to pray for your mothers because you have no idea the weight that they carry. You have no idea internally what they go through, mentally, emotionally what they go through. When I talk to my sisters, I got two nephews, 19 and 22, and I talk to them, when I talk to my sisters, when my nephews go out, they're on edge all the time. Because they realize that guy, that's a black young man out there. And even though they're not a threat, someone can see them as a threat, and their life could be taken. You have no idea how so many mothers have been carrying their families emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, doing everything. They're the one that everybody go to when there's problems. Where do they go? Where do they go when they need a little extra change? Huh? When, when's the last time you intentionally prayed for the strength of your mother? Her mind, her body, her spirit. When's the last time? If you're trying to think about it, don't worry about it. Just do it now. (coughs) If you're by your mother, lay your hands on your mother and just begin to pray for her right now. If you're a single mother, I hope this story blessed you because, hey, this woman was able to thrive and make it even though it was just her and her child. Jesus showed up. Jesus showed up. And if he showed up for her, he can show up for you too. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up every mother to you right now, God. I pray in the name of Jesus. 
that where they are tired mentally, where they are tired physically, where they are tired emotionally, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will give them a strength, a strength, a peace, that will surpass all human understanding. I pray that you will anoint them with a fresh grace right now, God. I pray that they will only carry what they can and they will release the rest to you, Father. I pray burdens that they have that you will lift those burdens now in the name of Jesus. And not just lift it, I pray that they give them to you, Father whether it's individuals, whether it's situations that are given to you and allow you to do what no one else has the power to be able to do. Oh God, thank you for these amazing women that you've given us called mothers. Thank you for their resilience. Thank you for their strength. Thank you for their intercession. Thank you for their faith. Thank you for their attitude that they won't take no for an answer. Have your way in their life. Provide for them, oh God. Preserve their health in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you right now and we praise you. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray and we say it, amen.